Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, January 20th. We're back. It's uh, We're back in the studio today. It's National Penguin Day. So I don't know if anybody really has a thing about penguins, but we'll go right to Alex. Are you a penguin guy? Uh, definitely am. They're like a top tier animal for me. They just look really friendly. They're like kind of chubby. They're cute. So um, Pittsburgh Penguins, that's a sick like hockey team too. Let's go. Cool. I think it's a cool logo. Um, so I'm definitely a penguin guy. Like when you go to the zoo and like you got to go check the penguins out. Yeah, I never really understood why they had the Calgary Zoo penguins, but hey. Yeah, kind of looks messed up to keep them there like in the summer and stuff, but. Yeah, and I'm not really an animal like guy like that, but yeah. it seems like penguins definitely would need a better home base. But hey, you, you're a penguin guy at the zoo, Adam? Oh yeah, I love penguins. Um, there's the fun fact that penguins are like the only animal that mates for life. That's pretty cool. Let's go. Um, yeah. Take me behind the curtain right now. And... Our, at my school they've been like recently actually like last week they've been doing a lot of like penguin advertisements because people have been slipping on the ice so they're putting up posters of penguins and it's like walk like a penguin so you don't fall on the ice yeah. oh okay versatile so, yeah shout out penguins they're smart smarter than we think university promotions are weak they're weird I've seen. They're, they're weird. very weird like very weak th- but and it like worked. the people in charge of those is like it worked because i'm like walking and i'm like why is there a giant penguin poster and i go read it and it's like you know spread your feet and like put your arms out and walk like a penguin and i'm like oh that's kind of scary <laughs> and you did that i know you didn't, I didn't do, do that it. exactly i know you're going down do the but at least if i was someone who struggled with like black ice then i would consider it if i'm ever in a sticky situation okay oh if he struggled with black ice yeah that's a yeah. good way to consider it oh and if penguins have been exhausted it's also national dj day you know you're more of a music guy so this could be up your alley uh yeah i feel like this is more up alex's alley uh, that's so what i was actually gonna say too yeah i'm gonna punt to alex yeah <laughs> so definitely a fisher guy <laughs> People, people know people that forget. about me. Skrillex people coming forget. to Calgary. Skrillex is coming to Calgary. I'm probably gonna check that out. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Yo, I was thinking about it too. I, I might buy I'm tickets. Not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I might come. His music in 2010 was like revolutionary. Agreed. Like now, listening back listening on it now, to Kyoto like every day. Yeah, listening back on it now, it's like kind of crazy. But like Bangarang and like yeah. some of those songs were absolute. F- I remember the first time I heard it. <laughs> wow i remember i was in uh i was like grade six and this yeah. one guy played it on his like ipod yeah i was like holy crap wow you so talk- i like ran home like and just you was like on youtube for like three hours listening to skrillex quick youtube to mp3 situation yeah. get yeah. it on the ipod yeah ipod touches really like took over the game in grade six i think adam had one like early on oh, yeah. he had like the hottest one like he the has red like the color yeah the red oh like, yeah can i touch it he's like yeah here, can check it out Owen, you never struck me as much of an ipod touch guy i didn't really know you back then but did it hit your streets the same way it hit ours uh probably did i feel like i was a bit late to the game because my parents were always the parents where it's like we don't want you to like have phones too early like mm-hmm. restrict the internet access so it, i was definitely late a late arrival ah uh, couldn't get in there yeah. early but that's like i mean my, i had much the same you know like i never i always always rocking the ipod touch in grade seven and i was like okay like mom kids are getting the galaxy now like this isn't like this I, isn't I know i started it. the galaxy trend in that school for sure i pull up with the <laughs> s3 and i'm I like had an yo s3, I had an sick 
yeah. but then i realized after six months it's not yeah uh alex convinced me to get a samsung back in the day if you're yeah. wondering yeah. that was tough times i had an s3 and i i think i used my ipod more than my s3 yeah like yeah that's three was tough i'm not going <laughs> the green <laughs> the green bubble but you could do like a cool couple of things in the first like day you had it and yeah. then that alone made it worth yeah. it yeah but yeah um kind of a quiet week in sports i don't know there's really a ton to talk about i mean we we got the divisional round coming up which is obviously the biggest stuff and i feel like we could just hit that right off the top i mean if we're looking at these four games which is obviously jacksonville kansas city new york philadelphia cincinnati buffalo and then the big big dallas san francisco game is there one team you think is more primed to pull off the upset in those matchups than another or is there Anybody you think will pull the upset would be a better way to phrase that. Anybody really jump uh, on? I'd like to go, honestly. I know I've been like a big like Eagles guy the whole year, um, and I still do really like their t- team. I you know Jalen Hurts for MVP. I've been on that guy forever. But I do think the Giants are going to be a tough matchup for the Eagles. I like They're not the Chiefs, where the Chiefs have come off a bye a bunch of times now during the playoffs. I feel like some teams can come off a bye, and then it just like doesn't work in their favor just because... I don't know, they've been off for too long. And then, you know, they have the Giants. They're fresh off a big win in Minnesota. It was on the road. So I know Philadelphia is a tough place to play too, but I think, like, they won't really be as phased. And I think they're going to have a hard time, you know, stopping Barkley. I thought Danny Dines is really good. And then coaching matchups right there, honestly, I think Dable might be a better coach than Sirianni. Um, so we'll see if we'll see how Hurts does under the playoffs. We in the playoffs, we haven't really seen him in the playoffs, right? So I think the Giants could uh, possibly pull up an upset there. I think on the Giants, like, I'm going to stick to the take that I just think Minnesota made them look way better than they are. And I think the team that scares me the most as far as an upset is the Jaguars. Wow. I think the Jaguars are playing. I was not expecting that. I think the Jaguars are playing the best football they've played by far. I mean, obviously there was one half of football. There was the four, there was the four picks and that was, uh, that was obviously. You said he was a fraud like three days ago. No, no, no. I didn't say he was a fraud. You I did. just didn't want to give him full credit. No, no, no. I just well, didn't Phil want to give him full. Phil said he he's a fraud, and you said that's still a good fraud. Fraud. Okay. Well, it was. <laughs> it's maybe not the words I would use, but like, yeah, it was, it's not a bad take because he did throw four picks, which is pretty fraudulent. But I, I think like the whole back half of the season, they were playing pretty good football. Uh, and Kansas City, I think, has some chinks in their armor. Where I mean, Patrick Mahomes throws. He's thrown a few more picks than you would like. Uh, <laughs> I like this take, dude. I'm so loving it. So it's in and out, like and, the Trevor uh, Lawrence Patrick Mahomes matchup. Yeah, and 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 Trevor Lawrence is playing really good. No Tyreek Hill for the for yeah, the Chiefs. This, he's, he's not going to be playing. Uh, and then yeah, it's just Kadarius Tony and you know and Kelsey. That's just what it is. And Kelsey, yeah. Alex loves the Chiefs. Alex is loving that too. Honestly, for a rival, like I'm a Raiders fan. I do like the Chiefs quite a bit for you know a rival. <laughs> I've been there before, dude. Where it's like, oh, I kind of like this Ravens team. Like I don't know what it is about them. I'm gonna take it before Adam gets the chance. I. I kind I kind of like Dallas, dude. I'm talking myself into it. It started when I saw when I guessed the line would be like ten, and I was like, "Why is this line four? And now it's three and a half. And now I'm just thinking they know something I don't. I don't know what it is, but I'm getting a little phased by this line. And I feel like Brock Purdy has the chance to pumpkin on Sunday. But I mean, Adam could go for the full sweep, and because you could me- easily make a case that Cincinnati is just as good of an upset chance as anybody else. I mean, I, I, I would you call surprised that an upset, somebody though, if Cincinnati Jags. beats the Bills? 
Um, I don't think that's enough. So I think that's almost like a pick. I, I don't know what the line is. I think they're big is, dogs right now. No, it's five and a half. That's yeah. a massive line. Yeah, it's that's because, enormous. Cause cause that's enormous. That's the Bengals. Yeah. Who? Jonah Williams on left tackle, Collins on right oh, tackle, heat. and Kappa at guard. Ah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know if that. <laughs> ma- I mean, I just the Bills are so. They're so shaky, dude. Like, they do you are. trust them? They're they like are. a kind Not of better. Like, they're like the char like a better version of the chargers, but like, I don't trust them. Yeah. Like I just expect yeah. them to make like a stupid, like they'll be up three touchdowns and then, you know, yeah. Kansas, and then Joe Burrow's just going to come back and win. And like the, the Bengals had a worse offensive line last year and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I Can I just say on the, um, on the Dallas, San Francisco, uh, stuff that I kind of heard like what Owen said about the giants, like that the min, like Minnesota made the giants look really good. I've been hearing that like Tampa made, Dallas and Dak look really, really good. And to be fair, Dak played really well. I thought he was making really good reads and really good throws the entire game. Um, but Tampa is a god awful team. Yeah. That team, like, yeah. how many wins did they sneak out? Like three to four wins eight. that were like Yeah, they have eight total wins. There was at least like Carolina, I mean, if they, they could have easily won the games. division and you know. Yeah. So I, I thought I like I'm not taking anything away from Dallas, but they played a really, really weak opponent as well. And Tom Brady was so bad. That was one of the worst games I've seen him play. We haven't got he your take so on that. He was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So he was abysmal in that game. We could talk more about him a little bit later, but Adam, is there one that really sticks out to you that you really want to get in there as an upset shot, or is it the one I took? Yeah, it's the one you took. Um, I mean, I think they have a shot, so that's that's just all I'm going to say there. I agree. I think they have a shot, too. But <laughs> yeah. That's I why think I they have a good like... shot. As, I'll drop some. When we make our picks, I'll... I'll drop some stats. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go. We'll, uh, we'll tease, as they call it in the business, I guess. Is there one that you think is susceptible to maybe getting a big lead and then surrendering that big lead? And I think you guys sort of alluded to it. <laughs> I think but the Bills. I, the Bills would be the one that jumps out to me. They just make a lot of mistakes. And I actually was listening to the XM NFL channel, as I often do the other day, and they made a good point that Allen was really good last year taking care of the football, and he had Dayball as his offensive coordinator last year. So yeah. I don't know how much that that really mm-hmm. plays into anything but it's an interesting thing you can note for sure and they kind of poop their pants as we've talked about in really tight games mm-hmm. like i think in a really close game as much as we hate on him i think i like joe burrow more than i like josh allen just because i don't know he's been in like two of the biggest games you can play as a football player um the college and college final and, and super bowl so um josh allen hasn't been to either um, but I just trust I trust the Bengals more than I trust the Bills, honestly. And what you just said would lend to Owen's theory that Lawrence Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes has never even probably played in a bowl game, and Lawrence was a national championship guy for a couple of years, so that would also... Yeah, that would help Owen's case, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. If was there anything you wanted to add on that? No, no, no. I was just happy with for the uh, support. No, oh, well, I'm happy yeah. to give it to you. Yeah, good Thanks. air support it is. We can hop yeah. into these picks then, I guess. We'll sort of knock through them Saturday morning. Owen, you alluded to it, but you like the Jags plus nine and a half. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I do like the Jags plus nine and a half. Now, I don't think, I think if I, if I were to put money on it, I'm going to say the Chiefs are probably going to win. So Chiefs money line is probably the bet. Okay. However, I do think the Jags will play it closer than eight and a half. I think this will be they'll be within a touchdown because of all the things I said. They're just playing really good football. So they're humming along. I, I like that yeah. in the second half. Thanks. They're riding the wave of the second half. I also, <laughs> I mean, I have a tough time because Andy Reid off a bye. I know he's got those juice stats. I don't really know if they apply to the playoffs. I know that they're like a regular season thing for sure. These teams did play in Week Ten, and I think it was a ten point game. I didn't really love Trevor Lawrence's comment about how 
Arrowhead couldn't be louder than the Jaguar Stadium <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, that was a bit of an airball. But I like the Jags to keep this close. Maybe it's just my optimism speaking because I want close games. But I'll take the Jags. Yeah, I don't think Lauren can, Lawrence can make even half the mistakes he made and then expect to play a close game. Like I think if he throws like two picks, it's over. I don't think Mahomes. Like they're not choking a, a, a 14 point lead let alone a, a 27 point lead um so i like the i like the chiefs here obviously something about arrowhead <laughs> but in the chiefs way um <laughs> and then and then did you guys see that insane stat today um i think it was like nfl on i saw you retweeted it i had to like and retweet it because since 2017 either the jags or the chiefs have been in the afc championship since 2017 one of them so um hopefully that will, just, well that trend will continue actually i can i say i actually don't find that that shocking like at all <laughs> like i'm joking <laughs> oh, okay i think it's i think it, you guys thought i was being serious like it's an unbelievably silly stat well it's still good it's still good i like it i like it because the chiefs i think have played in everyone since 18 but then you throw the jags in in the 2017 yeah and you're like it's gonna live on it's gonna live on so yeah okay so we got one chiefs two jags adam um i'm taking the chiefs you you asked if the andy Reid stat translates to the playoffs and it does um the chiefs are seven and one in their last eight divisional games as a favorite so um i mean i I just like the Chiefs. They have all the rest. They're something about out. Arrowhead. I mean, there's something about Arrowhead, something about Mahomes, something about Andy Reid. There's just a lot of reasons why I think the Chiefs will take care of business here. All right. Okay. So we got two Chiefs and two Jags. I like that. We can go to Alex right off the hop because he tipped his hat to this one as well. The Giants getting seven and a half at the link. I, I guess the big questions here would be, if you take the Giants, you would probably have to be... A little bit concerned about Jalen Hurts' health, I would guess. Yeah. Because yeah. He, he did play a little bit of Week 18, but still not, you know, anything that really shows that he's back to 100%. And then I guess if you had the Eagles, you would kind of be hoping that Danny Dimes turns back into yeah. the Danny Dimes that we've seen more often than not. But Yeah. Yeah, I just seven and a half, I feel like that's a lot. And I think, <laughs> um, I think you alluded to it earlier in the season. One of your concerns about the Eagles was that they can't, um, you'd like to see them come from behind i think yeah and they haven't really done that this season so i think in general it'll just be a close game because i feel like both teams like to grind it out um so we were talking about you know we were pretty impressed with the with the giants um defense and dexter lawrence and Kevon thibodeau and some of those guys were you know pretty big difference makers up there i know you know the eagles have like the best offensive line in the nfl but i think it'll be an interesting uh, matchup and yeah like jalen hurts might not 100 percent be healthy um, but I don't know. I feel like they do match up pretty well in a lot of ways. Like both love to run the ball. Like you're going to get Saquon, both Danny Dimes and Jalen Hurts are mobile quarterbacks. So um, I think it'll be a good coaching matchup as well. So I just think it'll, it'll be a close game. Adam, you're the NFC's guys. This best, I don't know if you could say it's the best rivalry. I feel like there's better rivalries, but Giants Eagles is a top five, right? I think. I think it's good. I think Giants or Eagles Cowboys is a bigger, bigger rivalry than this i don't think the eagles and giants hate each other that much um but these teams played each other in week 18 and um i mean the giants were resting all their starters and it was a relatively close game they started davis webb in that game yeah so i mean i'm just gonna take the (laughs) davis webb i'm gonna take the giants here as well i like them to keep it pretty close um 
I think they're a hard team to play, and I don't think they're scared of the Eagles at all. So I think they'll be able to keep it within one score for sure. Oh, and you're going the other way on this, I assume. Pretty ugly game. I think the Giants are going to get rolled. Um, this is going to be kind of like a, the classic, like, I'm still here game by Jalen Hurts. Like, you did, you don't, like, forget about me. Mm. Yeah. That's definitely um, been seen before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has. Uh, and I just think there's a big overreaction because, like I've been saying, like the Giants did look really good. That's hard to deny. But people forget they were playing like maybe the worst defense in the entire NFL, not just out of the playoff team. So I don't really – I kind of just write that game off. And I think that on paper the Eagles are a much better team and they'll roll the Giants. I think you made some pretty compelling points in that argument. So much so that I recommended that people take the Giants at 30-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. But when you said that, I want to kind of take the Eagles to cover and seven and a half. I also want to remind people that, yeah, they played in week 18 and it was a close game with the starters like rested for New York. But when they both had their all their players healthy in, I think, like week 15 or 14, I think the Giants lost by like 26 or 25 points. So... Okay, I'll take the Eagles. I think you've swung me completely, so I'm good to hop on the Eagles with you. I think that's a fair take. I do. I get some weird vibes though with this Eagles team that I feel like I'm getting like some Ravens Lamar year. They won the MVP and were the one seed type of vibes. Like I don't know what it is. I just I feel like they're unproven in the playoffs. Like I feel like they're susceptible to a loss. I don't. But I think well, the, the the points you bring up about the Giants are are greater in that this team is kind of playing at their maximum capability and they could barely get by the unserious Vikings. To be fair, though, like I think the Eagles are better than the 2018-19 Pittsburgh Steelers, but like they had freaking Baker Mayfield come in there and, and beat them in a playoff game, too, after yeah. winning a wildcard game. So mm-hmm. I can't say that Browns team was like Wasn't that, that much round? more impressive. That was a first round, yeah. The year I was thinking of was the year Lamar won the MVP, and then the Titans came in there and won, and won in Baltimore as like eight and a half point dogs, and they won by like two touchdowns, two or three touchdowns. Henry went wild in wow. that game, so that's sort of the one that I liken it to. And I think the only like the, the reasons that I think of that is just the lack of playoff experience from the quarterback and the team as a whole. Like the, we saw Hurts in the playoffs last year against Tampa Bay, and he was like abysmal like he was one of the worst quarterbacks worst quarterback playoff performances ever in that game so i do feel like they can be got i just think you bring up greater points about the giants that they're not really all that so i don't know i think it'll be a good game at least i hope but i'll take the eagles minus seven and a half and yeah that kind of was an oxymoron there good good game that the eagles cover is not really existing but hey you never know stranger things could happen we didn't really get anybody given a pick on the bills and the Bengals. we obviously said the line buffalo minus five and a half but i guess the big key would be buffalo taking care of the ball and like we said cincinnati without these linemen adam which one are you leaning towards here this is definitely the hardest game to pick of them all, uh, but I'm I think I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I I I don't like what I saw last week, of course, but the injuries for Cincinnati. I know Owen's gonna say, oh, they did it last year with a with a worse O line and everything, but I just think you build all that chemistry throughout the season, and losing three starters on the O line has to be a big deal at some point, and I think. The turnovers from Josh Allen, I don't really believe that it's, like, who he is. And I think he can kind of get that off, like, 
get rid of that and have a good game when it matters against a big opponent. So I'll take the Bills to cover. I'm going to say it. I think Joe Burrow's too good to have the, you know, be, <laughs> oh, I'm down 3-0 lineman. Like, I think he's incredible. Um, and to be fair, the Dolphins O-line was complete shit in yeah. that Bills game. And it still wasn't enough um, for the Bills to, you know, pull away from the Dolphins. Like, Skylar Thompson was li- literally, like, it was a mirroring image of Matt Ryan. Um, just <laughs> running for his life and just air mailing and, like, throwing all over the place. Like, uh, I-, I thought the-, the the Dolphins' offensive line was garbage. So, I think if, if they can at least just keep their own, I get what you're saying. Like, they're, they have a really – those guys that are out are really good. But um, if they can just hold their own a little bit against that Buffalo front, like – I mean, it's Joe Burrow in the back. It's not Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson was still able to, you know, keep it close. So, um, I think... It's Jon Snow in the back. Yeah. King of the North, dude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I I think in the playoffs also, it's really just about how many mistakes you make. And I think Burrow's going to make less mistakes than Josh Allen. So, um, uh, that's why I'm going to take uh, the Bengals to cover. And if you're intimidated by the five and a half, don't be because Joe Burrow said, quote, I never feel like an underdog. So yeah. don't worry. <laughs> you could lock in the Bengals if you're a listener of this show. But Owen, what are you on here? Uh, yeah, I was uh, kind of leaning towards the, the Bengals just because I feel like this is a game they would kind of cover uh, in the regular season. But um, just listening to kind of what Alex was saying, I, I can't support this team. Um, so I'm going to take the, the bills and I want to remind people that are kind of on the fence that this, that the game they played last week against a backup, they probably should have lost by a touchdown instead of won by a touchdown. Um, and I do want to give credit to the Bengals, not just Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is a good player, but I want to give credit to their defense, which I mean, was the reason they won their game last week and some of their weapons, like obviously Jamar Chase and T Higgins who were really good too. So I think, when we talk about the Bills, we should include everybody that is part of the team there. It's not just Joe Burrow. And then also, I do think that the Bills, um, yeah, I mean, I think they kind of play with their food a little bit at times. And, and he can, Josh Allen can be really sloppy. I think we saw that in a lot of games during the regular season, like against the Bears. He threw a bunch of really ugly picks. And against the Jets, he had a really poor game. Um, but I think that he's the type of player that steps up when he needs to step up. And I just remember last year when he played in the AFC championship game against, or sorry, in the individual round against the uh, chiefs, he had one of the best games of football I've ever seen. Probably. I think, I don't know if you can play, if it's even like physically possible to play better as a quarterback. So I think that uh, Josh Allen and the bills are going to pull this one out and probably win by a touchdown or more. Yeah, that's, I, I agree with the playing with their food aspect of it. Like, I think that they could play a much more polished game. I don't know why they didn't. To me, I've just been on the Bengals all year. This, this line injuries, they, they're just, they really scare me at this point. Like, I know we say they made it to the Super Bowl on a worse O-line last year, but even then, those guys still got, like, reps together last year. Like, it's not, like, you're throwing in new guys at this point in the biggest games of the season against the toughest opponents. I've just been on the Bengals so long this year, and I've been off the bills that I have to take Cincinnati, but I'm very intimidated by this injury situation. And I think it'll be an interesting game, but I also think it has a chance to be a Buffalo blowout. I just have to take my Bengals. And the line being the way it is, like to me, I thought this would be like a two and a half or a, or a three. So to see it at five and a half, 
I'm a little intimidated by it, but that leads us to the big game Sunday afternoon. Average price of ticket was I think like 1700 bucks for this one. So if you got an extra two grand, like you can make your way down, take a three-hour train ride, go to the Niner game against the Cowboys. Phil like, loves bringing up the, the three-hour train ride. Well, it's an important part of going to the game. You just got to remember where the stadium is. But anyway. What if you drive? Not beside Chase Center, eh? No. No, not, not beside Chase Center. Um, if you drive, it's like or, still or an hour and a half, half yeah. I think. And then you still got to work the you know famous California traffic, mm. so you'll be chilling. Um, but anyway, Dallas Cowboys... San Francisco 49ers. Last time these teams played, I don't know if you remember the end of the game, but there was about 12 seconds left. Prescott takes the snap, runs left, slides down after about 12 yards, and then they had to respot the ball, and then the ref came screaming in and then actually ran into Dak. Crazy enough. That was the last time these teams played, obviously, last year. But, Owen, what are you leaning towards here in this one, in this Niner game? I'm going to take the, the 49ers. Um, and I think, again, I, I think there's this carryover week to week of just uncertainty with, with Brock Purdy. I think that's the biggest question that's kind of baked into this line because I do think that the 49ers are a better football team than the Cowboys and by quite a bit. I don't think there's a team that touches the 49ers. Um, but I do think Brock Purdy will play well enough to – I think he'll keep playing well and he'll play well enough to beat the Cowboys by quite a bit. Um, and the 49ers are pretty healthy right now too, so – I think they're uh, just a better football team, a better roster. They're playing at home. I think they will roll the Cowboys. I don't think it'll be close. I I could this could be an old takes exposed situation. I think this is the week Brock Purdy Brock Purdy's, and and I'm going to take Dallas. I think it's coming. I think he's going to go pumpkin mode. I think he is the worst quarterback left in the playoffs at this point. Even though he's undefeated, but did you not see the graphic you sent me? I did. There was there was a very interesting graphic on NFL Network that said that uh, Dak was worse than Purdy. Wow. Uh, they were comparing okay. Dak and Purdy like, what what was it? Athleticism, like arm strength, mobility, like smarts. What was, what I love Brock Purdy's one? six games against poise. Prescott's like a hundred. They had games. one for poise. They gave Brock Purdy poise over Dak. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what it has to do with the game? Why Brock Purdy Wrong. has more poise? But. Because Brock Purdy has a huge sample size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be seen lot, there with Brock. Yeah. So, but I, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take my, uh, I'll take the Cowboys. I don't want to do it. I don't want to cheer for Dallas, but I have to do it. So I'll take Dallas. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with my favorite team here. I'll take the Cowboys. Take um, us to Stats Corner, dude. You said you were ready to go on this. Yeah, one. I mean, I most stats are very against the Cowboys. I will not lie. Oh, so, <laughs> but I did, going to stats I did dig up I dug up one good stat that I liked. Um oh, good. so the <laughs> in the past three weeks when the 49ers played the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Raiders, so the quarterbacks, if we can name them, were Jared Stidham, David Blau, Geno Smith was the only good one. David um, Blau. The 49ers defense was allowing eight yards per attempt on every pass which was the worst in the nfl during that three week period so they have the worst pass defense in the nfl for the past three weeks you can oh. throw deep on the niners which is what the seahawks were doing in the first half exactly and the raiders did it to them and even the cardinals you look at the stats for that game david blau was playing sick and the, <laughs> they were just throwing like they just gave everything up on the run game so i mean i feel like the team knows they need to stop the run and i feel like i said this last year against the 49ers and they still ran for like 250 yards against us but maybe this year is going to be different um and i think if we can <laughs> i think if we can get a lead i don't uh trust brock pretty enough against our past defense to come 
back from behind. So I think the early lead is really important in this game. And uh, yeah, that's kind of my take. I am so excited for this game. <laughs> I'm like counting down the days and the nights. I mean, if I the Niners wait. take a lead, it'll be heat for sure. But um, if we get ahead, then our pass rush, I think, will... Well, maybe if we'll you could uh, if, if you could bank yeah. an early field goal from Mister Reliable Kicker, he's would, fine. He's fine. He is fine. Yeah. There's oh yeah. He's no great. red flags. There. He didn't miss any field goals last yeah. game. Yeah, that's good. Well, if you actually consider it by net, you get you get you actually consider it by net. Um, them having to go for it on the fourth down because he was so bad at kicking, and then they scored a touchdown on the fourth down. So I think it balances out to give Dallas the. Uh, the win there on that one so i mean i guess maybe there is no red flags there want to like give me a dream scenario for you though for making fun of adam purposes like what's the dream scenario here in a nine i don't think win? you can what do you mean here? what do you mean oh because he wins either way yeah oh, oh yeah he wins either way so yeah i, I mean don't we're know. underdogs I the game just canceled we're underdogs yeah but okay so then it would be that you get blown up you yeah. lose by like two or three touchdowns I've been listening to Super Gremlin by Kodak Black like a lot. That's a I'm going to just the day of Saturday and Sunday that's all all I'm going to listen to to get myself fired up. <laughs> I'd like to hear that. It's a big day. What do you want? Yeah. This is a tough 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 uh, matchup to pick honestly. But mm. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go with the uh Cowboys. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Um <laughs> I agree with Phil. This could be a big fraud game from uh, Brock Purdy. I and think. People I think. Say I think, he didn't play good last week. Sorry. People say he played bad last week already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Played bad. Um, and look last how that week. game turned out. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the, yeah, but but the Seahawks the, are the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Like I think, Micah Parsons is just on another level. I think he's worth freaking you know four points on the on the on the spread i'm not even joking <laughs> it's just unbelievable <laughs> um so i think i think him alone is gonna be a real big problem for uh for brock purdy and for I trent think williams that... for trent williams well we have other people well, like the they have other people they can throw at i mean trent williams so the thing about michael parsons is he, he lines it <laughs> lines up everywhere <laughs> and trent williams only plays one position yeah, so <laughs> the other side so he can just chase each other around. They're just chase, yeah, yeah. Um, true, and, true, true. Yeah. So no, but I get Owen's point too. That's a fair point. But like Thank the 49ers you. do have a good, they do have a good O line. But I just think Micah Parsons is 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 unbelievable. So um, yeah, I mean, I'll just go with the Cowboys. I think you know Dak has a little bit of confidence, and then they'll 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 be looking for revenge from the from the ref hump game. So yeah. Um, you know, I think the Cowboys are primed and ready to go. They won one on the road already. They can win another one. So, and we're still waiting for the monkey butt watermelon game. To wasn't be honest. that last week because of the the pictures of them as babies? Oh, I guess maybe that's right. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of heat. Kind of empty the tank in that game. <laughs> I guess it's sort of. I mean, does it, do we want to do locks of the week? Is there is there one you feel really confident? Yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm locking in the Bengals. I feel really confident about them. Owen. Uh, I was gonna lock in the Niners, but I'm gonna now lock in the Bills. Okay, <laughs> I, so which ma- like who do you want to see lose more, me or Adam? Because I'm a Bengals guy. He's the Cowboys. I just want to see the. It's not that I don't like. I just want to see the Bengals lose more than the Cowboys. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna lock the Chiefs. Okay. And I have to say, part of the reason I took the Bills was because I really thought Owen was gonna take the Bengals last week. You mean? Or no? No, oh, this week. Oh, okay, like sorry. just now. I, I thought. Was, I was Owen was so wait, what was the Bills. logic there? Because you're winning. <laughs> So I need to catch up. So I need to make different picks than you. Uh, yeah. mm. 
Cause so that, that was baked into my pick. Because you could make up a four-game gap. With I mean, yeah, like seven if we, games if we make go. four different picks, then if I go, if I sweep and he doesn't, then yeah, I make up the gap. If you run the oh. table. Oh. <laughs> right. So I just need to fade Owen and hope he does better. Uh-huh. From bronze to okay. gold, Owen, look out. He's coming, dude. Well, he's he's yeah. ready to go. Um, I'm going to do a never-before-seen move. I picked Dallas. I'm going to walk San Francisco. And I think... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think... Can we... This can't be allowed. No, no, no. I'm allowing it. You allow it. No. No. Because you're going to win one either way. This is literally the I win either way. I win either way. He made fun of me for this. (laughs) But no, no, no. You guys started talking about Dallas, and I realized that I didn't want to cheer for Dallas, and I wanted to cheer for San Francisco. So maybe I get... Okay. So you can change your pick then. Okay. Change the original. Okay. Change the original San Francisco, lock San Francisco. Francisco. Okay. There we go. Yes. That's the move. Let's go. That'll get me back into the game here, so I love to see that. All right. If the contest is decided today, Owen has won. He's up by two. On me, up by four on Adam, up by five on Alex. But don't forget, this show has to pick props at the Super Bowl. So you can make up your ground in the prop tournament the week before the Super Bowl. That's the real key. Because last year, Owen almost lost it all in the uh, NFT monkeys situation. That wow. he, uh, remember, oh, right. remember when I almost won a grand, I think it was? No. Off, uh, no. Oh, yes. Remember? Yeah, Mixon and rushed so over, close. and that was the only thing You're I had like up. like five yards away. Oh, yeah, I was like five right. yards. He rushed five yards over. I picked Mixon to rush under. That's right. And uh, and I lost a grand. Yeah, because I, I ran the table. I went like eight of nine. Wow. Well, well, looking forward to that again this year. Yeah, because I'll be Bowl. watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, because Alex won't be on a plane home from Sacramento. <laughs> no, I think. Well, no, like I'm, what I'm saying Your is I'll have is my Your during iPad. the Super Bowl? Like, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Like part of it, yeah. So, so Alex, for those who aren't aware, Alex is missing the Super Bowl to fly to Sacramento to watch the Kings, which is going to be very fun. Yeah. I'm jealous of you in that aspect. But Are just you, saying two, it as two he's King missing Kings. the Super Bowl to watch the Sacramento Kings is it, pretty... it is a little funny. It is a little funny, and that wasn't something that came into consideration. But hey, <laughs> my dad and my brother and I were free that weekend, and that was the only city that was playing back-to-back home games. So I was like, all right, like. Super Bowl it is. Super Bowl weekend. The show's been having problems with the Super Bowl because Adam also came to us and said, Whoa. wait, what day is the Super Bowl? That's not what I said. The 12th? Oh, the Valentine's Day is on the 14th. That's heat. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got some problems with the Super Bowl. It might just be me and Owen post game. Two men, me yep. and O guy breaking down the Super <laughs> Bowl. After the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Adam will be buying chocolates or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only uh, the only show that talks about football for twenty five weeks will be down fifty percent of the roster for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, good times. Well, other stuff going on. There is football news otherwise, and then we can finish this off after this. But uh, quite a bit of small things. Arizona hired their GM this week. His name is Monty Austinfort. He's fifteen years with the Patriots, three years with Tennessee. A background in scouting and that's important because obviously their last gm they've had a history of these failed picks obviously josh rosen never really worked out dumped him after a year isaiah simmons hasn't really gone the way they hoped it would and when you have a guy five years 230 million you 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 know you've locked in your quarterback at a pretty big salary you need your draft picks to hit so they bring in this guy with a scouting background from the belichick tree and he obviously came in in his first press conference and he said 
ego is not going to be tolerated here which is which was <laughs> kyler definitely didn't pick this guy seemingly a big <laughs> shot at kyler murray and then it came out today that they're expected to hire brian flores in the coming days to be the head coach of the team so it's gonna look and he doesn't seem like he oh, tolerates a lot of shit either <laughs> no so this cardinals team is going to be quite something i wait wait flores is a patriots guy too no yeah, yeah. So, so new patriots patriots, patriots west. west yeah that's a competing patriots competing south now. Yeah, Patriots Southwest. No, Patriots West. Patriots and Patriots North NFC West. <laughs> Patriots NFC West. And then the yeah. and then the Raiders are Patriots AFC West. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. now we have to differentiate. Because now because there's because you know there's Phoenix and Vegas are too close. Yeah, there's a lot of branches here. <laughs> okay. So I mean this is a pretty like I kind of like this move from the Cardinal perspective. They, were they saw of... how well the Raiders were doing, and we're like, "Well, let's just do the same thing. Let's just get two guys from the Patriots tree." Yeah. So make it totally makes sense. Hey Tom, what are you doing? <laughs> I kind of like the move, though. In all honesty, like making themselves kind of be like a little more serious after, but it also does seem like a classic overcorrection. Like our last coach was a little too cool and was like intro like uh, Daryl Sutter. Like let's bring, let's bring Daryl Sutter in, like. Yeah, and that's going good. So yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about like the big overcorrection. Like it was too chill. Now let's get like the like the meanest guys. I don't know about that. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, and where are you at on this? I I I mean I don't know anything about the GM, but I love Brian Flores. I think that's like a home run. How's this yep. team like that much different from the Dolphins? Like quarterback wise, I well, get like Kyler's well, better. Well, <laughs> but like defense wise, defense wise, they're garbage. And like the Dolphins had a better defense. I think the Cardinals are not. Well, they like have... Hopkins wants out. Like I thought they were going to trade him, right? Yeah. So what do you have left? You have Kyler. Yeah, that's the that's thing. it. You're starting that's from it. the ground. Their defense floor. Is, is. I mean, their defense horrible. is like probably like bottom three or bottom so what four. Was you, what were you saying? How are How they are, different? Like, we're expecting Brian Flores to come in here and do what exactly? Because well, he didn't do much with the Dolphins. And I know the Dolphins situation was kind of messed. Pretty no, good. I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins were great. When, when he they came into the Dolphins, he, they blew it up. They were gutted. Like, they had they had nothing left. They were like the yeah. tanking team. And, he, and, he and then they went 0-8 and 7-0 and and yeah. Yeah. against the worst teams. But, I mean, still, he got him to 500 with a pretty bad roster. Like, I don't know. I don't think he's a bad coach at all. Like, I think... He, I think he's a pretty good fit for like a long-term thing, which is what it seems like yeah. they're trying to do. And I don't know how Kyler's going to mesh with him, but it seems like they're making a pretty clear line in the sand that like, yes, we paid you this. But also if you're him, you're like, you can't get rid of me. You can keep changing coaches. You'll never get rid of me. Like I'm, That I'm is here. true. That is true. I'm right. here for the long haul. He's so, committed. I don't know, but I kind of like the move. I don't really know how I would build I, my I love team, the Cardinals though. being like, okay, now we're like serious. Yeah. It just took a couple years. Now we're years. really serious. It just took a couple years. I don't know how I would really build my team if I were them, though, around Kyler Murray. Like, what, what do you like? Because I'm trying to think about this. Like, I was thinking about this with Lamar Jackson, which we could talk about too. But, like, what team would you put around Kyler Murray to make him the most successful? I don't really know what the answer to that is. He's such a unique quarterback in the NFL that I don't know what kind of like. How, how would you want to accommodate him offensively? I don't really know what you would want to add. I don't know. I think you got to go with, like, the no wide receivers. Get a sick yeah. tight end. Like, I don't know how good Ertz is anymore. They just go with, like, the we're not going to pay a wide receiver a lot of money. Let's get a sick That's running back, it. a sick tight end, and then build the defense. And then kind of go from there. Yeah. But they got to start building yeah. the defense because the defense is so bad. And with Kyler and, like, the way he plays, like, you got to lean on something in some games. And, like, they couldn't lean on the defense at all to pull out any games for them this year. 
but also what you described to me is how the Ravens built their team. And I think if we're looking at the Ravens right now, like I, I think they need to change pretty much everything. Like I think they, what I think they need. I don't think this change everything. Like like offensively. Why? Like they like they're why? if they lose Lamar. Well, they're gonna. The, the, I think the only thing the Ravens need to change is. If well, they now lose I'm contradicting Lamar, myself. They need to change I think everything. they needed a receiver the whole time. Yes, <laughs> no. this is what I'm saying. The story today with the Ravens, just to, just so we can juxtapose the two, is that Harbaugh said Lamar's 200% staying. That came out, and then shortly after that, the Ravens' offensive coordinator left. And then they said Lamar's going to have a say in who the next offensive coordinator is. So this would imply that, okay, he hits the market, even if it gets to that, we'll tag him. So he's not going anywhere. He's going to stay with the Ravens. He's going to have a choice in bringing in the offense that he wants. So clearly he didn't like the skill position things that they had going on. You had J.K. Dobbins speaking about how he was marginalized and he needs more touches of the football, which you can say what you want about that. I don't think he's deserving of that whatever at this point in his career but this is the same thing we heard from marquise brown a year ago so there's a bit of a pattern here i think they're like looking at this like if you're the ravens like why wouldn't you get a hopkins type like that's the player you haven't had like a big like physical guy down the field like i don't like, I, I, feel yeah, like, I see yeah try that at least yeah like i think they need to change what they're doing because they thought that that pattern didn't what they had with the no receivers and like the running game bring in 20 different running backs have them run the ball and have mark andrews like i don't i think they realized it didn't really work and didn't help them in playoff games yeah that's fair i think it's a pretty small like they've lost two playoff games with that system i don't know if you can count the huntley goal line fumble like this year as a complete failure i mean they're playing with a backup quarterback who is just coming off injury so i don't know about that i I think it is a successful system i mean we've seen it with the eagles the eagles had the best record uh i think they had the best record in football i might not have had that at the end but i think it is it can be a successful system um they did bring in um aj brown Brown, though and had devonta smith for sure and i think that the ravens could easily have take i agree and i think i don't i think they should invest in receivers because lamar is the type of player like like jalen hurts who could be a run first quarterback while also you know has he has the ability to air it down the field so i think you can kind of dip your toes in both um in both camps in my opinion to be to be fair i'm not comparing rashad bateman to the you know, A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith, but he did go down like week three and that was Lamar's guy. I'm just saying, they didn't have yeah. their wider receiver. No, you're right. Uh, to, to be fair. So, and who knows, yeah. he might have had a breakout year this year and we would have been talking about Rashad Bateman as, you know, a great wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, He I did, agree. was good. I thought he was pretty decent. <laughs> like, I think he's good fantasy. too. I liked him too. I always liked him too. I think the thing is for me, like you say this year is not a failure. To me, the way I look at it, I think it, I think it was. I think the, the, the injury with him, with Lamar, I don't know how serious it was to so disregard that, but the Ravens, with a quarterback like that, if he's hurt or with he's not, if he's hurt or if he's not, you shouldn't average 180 passing yards a game with him in the lineup. It it should always just be higher than that. Like that to me is is a failure of how you've constructed your team. And like you saw when he goes out, like they have no chance at winning or moving the ball. Really, I mean they they had to save all their plays for the wild card game. They were nothing the last few weeks of the season because they, had, I mean they have no no talent. I think they, they I think these teams like. So, oh, sorry, you, you don't think Lamar enjoys the, like, like the RPO where no, he likes I, to run like, the ball? Like, I he doesn't want it, to be Justin Fields? Because in Justin Fields' case, he runs so much because they don't have anything. Yeah, but I think it's more helpful for you. Like, I don't think anymore. You've seen this model with, like, the Patriots did this with Brady and the and the Packers have tried to do this with Rodgers last couple of years where it's like, 
you might have one receiver, but your other guys are kind of like a rotating door. Like the Patriots had Edelman, and he wasn't really that special, but it was always kind of like turning out. Like some yeah. years it was LaFell, some years it was Amendola. Like they had guys rotating in and out of spots. And Hogan. They, yeah, Hogan. Hogan was sick. <laughs> yeah, hell, I love Hogan. <laughs> but they were never really locked into like this is our receiving core. I think what you're learning now is like it, you need – like your receivers have to be – it's not just it doesn't just pay to have the quarterback anymore you need to have the talent around him would be i see what I you're think. saying i see yeah, what you're but saying but like my only point is i don't think this is a full on like a situation where they would need a full on roster like flip like i think they have Look at the chiefs they don't have a number 1 wide receiver and i know they've won a no, super they bowl don't. but like they still had a successful season this year i think a lot of that is because you could probably like attribute to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes the like Ravens point, I think you can you can be a run first team, and I think that's probably what they should do with the scheme they already have built and the personnel they have, and with Lamar. But he's, in my opinion, a more talented passer than Hertz and a more talented passer than Fields. So I think if he's somebody that would be worth building around and like giving more weapons down the field, because I think that would open things up for you. I think you are somewhat limited with with just the system they have now and the guys they have now. Although I don't think they need to completely flip their offense. Like I think they can keep the same scheme generally and add guys on top of it. Can I be can I be honest? This is what contract is Lamar coming off his his rookie contract? Mm-hmm. It is weird to be fair that they like I don't know what kind of owners they have. Maybe they have cheap owners, I don't know, but like cuz I know like the Chiefs they invested a lot of money in Tyreek Hill, a lot of money in Kelsey. Like where was the move from the Ravens to maybe even go all in this year? Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. They had a rotating door of, of running backs. No one was on an expensive contract. The O-line, not very good, I think, right? I think they were. Or I mid- think it's usually good. They were a little injured this year. Injured. Year. No, like, big money wide receiver. Sure, they you know they like to pay their guys on defense, but on offense, they were generally pretty cheap. I, I don't know what kind of contract Andrews has. I think he probably might have a nice contract. But there wasn't that move where it was like where we saw the Chiefs where they're like, hey, like, yeah. let's get in, like, pay all these contracts before he has to sign the like before a quarterback has to sign the big one um you saw the chargers do it this year with uh herbert they went off in free agency signed jc jackson traded for khalil mack all these guys like the ravens didn't really do that which is a surprise for me but i do agree with Owen. i think the team is they even traded marquise brown they traded their best receiver they traded their best receiver so they didn't even try to really pay anyone so i don't know if that's like an ownership thing but I do agree with Owen in the sense that I don't think it is worth like blowing up or anything or like doing a complete like 180 with the roster. I think they're kind of close, and I think they should try and make that push. But that push might be tough now with Lamar's contract. They might franchise tag him. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they really. I, in my opinion, I think they really s- screwed up with the Lamar situation. Maybe they can convince themselves that he's not that valuable, and they can let him walk for the price that he wants. But. I think you're going to have a really difficult time finding a quarterback that can do what he does. I don't think that's there's maybe like three or four guys around the NFL that can do that. Yeah. To, and I think they're going to pay the price the, for it. To put some other quarterback in that situation, like to me, like take Kyler Murray, because we were just talking about the Cardinals. You give him the Ravens roster, he, he's not going anywhere. Like I think, yeah. Lamar, I think that highly of Lamar. I think it's time that they insulate him with better weapons is what, and I, I would guess they're, going to do that if i had a guess because i bet that's part of why he's been so wishy-washy about his intentions to be there and then even beyond that the injury stuff like not not even flying to the game which i know he's got you know it can raise uh 
it can raise swelling in the knee if he flies, obviously, which I, I know yeah. that that was part of the reason there. But still, like not showing up to a team's playoff game is like it's a notable thing. You don't just skip by it in the notes to me. So and rightfully so, though. Like he's been with the Ravens now for I don't know how four four years or whatever, but. I think like he's he's won an MVP like he's done a lot for them. He sells jerseys like he's one of the most marketable players. Like um, he's their franchise guy, so I think it's fair on his part to to want to ask for more. And um, I do want to like we didn't really get like what, how would you build the Cardinals out? Because that was I was kind of can interested. I just say one other thing really quick before you get to that? Mm-hmm. I just want to say to the point like I know there's been all this like commotion about him not going to the game and stuff and not being a great teammate in that respect. But it seems to me everybody that has ever spoken about him on the Ravens is always very, very, they speak really highly of him. Like we saw you alluded to it with JK Dobbins. He was like, if Lamar was in that game, then we win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any sort of issue with him and the team, Yeah, which leads me to believe more of it is ownership and my management than it is on him. I hate JK Dobbins. Like I hate every, (laughs) can you imagine like being the backup quarterback and like doing all of that and trying to win your team a playoff game. And then the game ends and your teammates are like, well, we would have won if you didn't play or, well, we should have given me the ball. Like you got to be a good teammate. You can't just shit on your teammates. No matter like, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's your backup quarterback, you like, no one cares if you think you got more, needed more touches. Well, it's, and especially part of a team. It's one thing if that's coming from prime Adrian Peterson, it's it's coming from a guy (laughs) who's never really shown up for more than six games at a time. Prime AP would never say that. No one would ever say that, except for like maybe Aaron Rodgers, but no one, no one would ever say you need to give me, like, you ought to respect your team. Can you imagine Christian McCaffrey? They lose to the Cowboys. (laughs) They're like, well, if Garoppolo was there, we would have (laughs) won. Be all Dude, I don't think I've heard Derrick Henry say something publicly to the media in my life. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. saw a video of him talking the other day. I was shocked. <laughs> I, was I don't like, even know what he sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, <laughs> neither did I until the other day. He popped up on my Instagram. Um, I, about the Cardinal thing, I was, what I was getting to there is I wouldn't be surprised if these guys kind of stripped down the weapons around them, to be honest. And they got rid of Hopkins. and they Because if you ask me, I thought Steve Kime overly accommodated Murray which I think is pretty obvious in the way that this has looked like he's given him uh, the running game has never really been there for him but uh you well James Conner's been good but you look at the uh he traded for Marquise Brown to be like a number two or three receiver yeah he, he was traded for Hopkins they traded for Zach Ertz JJ Watt J- yeah that was a big ad big, big on one. the defensive side of the so ball. you think sorry do you think if like Lamar was on the yeah. Cardinals team, he'd he'd be much better than off than what he is with the Ravens. I don't know about that because I think the Ravens have better coaching and have more stability. But I think that the weapons were way better on the yeah. Cardinals than they were on the Ravens. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if these new guys come into the Cardinals and are like, "You didn't realize how good you have it. Like, watch what we're gonna do." And they try to free up some of these guys. And we know Hopkins is probably gonna be shown the door, but I wouldn't be surprised if other guys go too. Yeah, I feel that. That's definitely like a prove it that we should invest in you type type of thing. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Like you make this much money for a reason. You're paid like one of the best eight quarterbacks. The best so, eight quarterbacks don't get premium weapons like this. They don't because they make too much money. So yeah, that's fair actually. Yeah. I, so, I can get behind that. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they did. Um, down the line, the Buccaneers, a bit of a, like a world cup style firing where they just got rid of Byron left, which right after the game, it was like, all right, like <laughs> you're done. Like one of those world cup managers. So they get rid of him. They fired nine other coaches on the staff. Uh, they were arguably the worst coach team in the league this past season. It's easy to say their offense was 
<laughs> I think this goes anemic. into Adam's take of the who was not fired category. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can throw Todd Bowles in there. Yeah. Not sure why he still has a job. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a surprising one that he'll be sticking around. There's uh, there's maybe. a few of those people in that maybe, category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One who's not is Ed Donatel, by the way, fired right before the show to the joy of our friend uh, Alex, who joined us on the last full show, yeah. the Vikings fan. I'm sure he'll be loving that news. We don't have to comment on that. But on the Bucks, there was Brady after the game. He did say the quote we were recording during this, but he said, quote, I love this organization. It's a great place to be. Thank you, everybody, for welcoming me. Just very great for the respect and I hope I gave it back to you guys Alex we didn't get your take on what was going on with Tom after that game because you weren't with us on the short one but if there was anything you wanted to say about if you think yeah. he's going to move on or retire I think, or what he, you think he was so so abysmal and I think that Brady's at, at the point of his career where like he needs a really really strong team to to get playoff wins because um you know, a, a different quarterback. You put a Mahomes, a Burrow, and Allen in 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 there, and they you know can probably keep it much closer. Um, and and I'm not saying that the roster's awful, but like, you know, Brady's not at the point where he can elevate anymore. Like he's not an elevator. I think he's just there to you know, uh, game manage and and do the best he can. He's Kirk Cousins. He's Kirk Cousins. And I thought like, and I know like I was saying like Micah Parsons was unbelievable the entire game. I thought the Dallas defense was was really strong. But man, he was missing throws. Like there were guys that were wide open, and and he couldn't make a make a throw and stay in there for and take a hit. And um, I've heard a lot of stuff about him going to the Raiders, but to me, it doesn't really make sense because, like I said, I think he needs to go to a team with a really established roster, and I don't think the Ra- Raiders are that? far from that. Oh. Absolutely. Um, so I don't think him going to the Raiders would be a smart idea. Um, I don't know. Go to the 49ers or something. Because I don't think Brock Purdy's it, Just go to honestly. The but, it's um, easy. Go they to only the have three quarterbacks. Yeah, they can get rid of Purdy. Like, you think Purdy's a long-term solution? Well, they have three yeah. of them. They have Purdy. They have Jimmy. They have Trey Lance. I know, but Trey, Trey Lance, Lance isn't going to come back next year. I don't think. Cause that, what? that I don't think he. You, you think he can rehab and be back next year? I think that was a pretty bad injury. And why not just? Well, keep happened him in week one. Yeah, he has time. I don't know, but what um, was it again? But yeah, I just think. I think it was like a torn everything. It was a bunch of things. Yeah. Like a torn everything. I think he broke his leg too. He was in the Squidward full body cast. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's a year. That's one year. That's fine. Yeah, that's my take on Brady. I just think he's, you know, definitely past his, you know, prime where, you know, you say, hey, we have Brady. It's all good. Like, he'll get us the win. It's fine. Like, no, he's not at that point anymore. Well, he's not even, it's not prime or or post prime. It's a stage, it's a stage beyond post prime. I don't even know where we are anymore. He's just like three floors down from where he was, in my opinion. I thought he was really bad. Do you think there's any quarterback that you could slot into your team, meaning the Raiders, and have them win a Super Bowl year one? (laughs) No. Mahomes? Mahomes? Like, yeah, Mahomes and Devontae Adams would be crazy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That'd be sick. I think they're winning a Super Bowl year one. But if you just sign Mahomes on probably, a one year, just right probably. now. I think so. Yeah, probably. Because you have the best okay. running back in the world, too, in Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Rush, yeah. he, he won the rushing title, so don't Did forget he? about that. Don't forget. So, he won't forget saying, about that like, in contract Brady negotiations. Needs, needs a really good O-line. And the O-line here is so bad. So if I don't get... Yeah. If Brady signs with the Raiders, then that's that's honestly a LeBron signing a two-year extension with the Lakers. Like I don't know what he's doing at that point. That makes literally no sense. You came into the exact same situation you were with Tampa Bay. Like it literally makes no sense because the O line is so bad, and 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 a clearly an issue for him was the O line. Like the Cowboys were eating him alive the entire game, and he couldn't make stand in there and make a throw. So um, it, it it doesn't make sense for me honestly to to go to the Raiders if I'm if I'm Brady. 
Yeah, I think Me so. Me too. I agree. Um, yep. Another guy in the category of maybe shouldn't have kept his job, maybe, depending <laughs> on who you ask, would be Brandon Staley, who will be staying on with the Chargers. Um, the, Chargers the Chargers did get rid of their offensive coordinator, as did the Jets. Owens Jets got rid of their offensive coordinator as well. But uh, the Chargers are the main topic of focus so, like, We didn't score enough points. Yep. Let's get rid of the OC. Well, so what's the explanation here? The explanation is, cheap is ownership just them being is broke? Is what the, I heard. The Spanos are very cheap, and they're not looking to pay. I mean, think about it. They're, they're, they're the second home in their own stadium they don't even want to have their own stadium so they <laughs> that is yeah yeah because look, the look at the panthers though the carolina panthers fire matt rule they don't give a shit they'll pay him 50 mil yeah. over however many years like he doesn't care. care yeah but or, they, like, they they, the they care cares. and don't care yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but but the chargers just don't care like straight up yeah, like well, they, they, they care about their money. They yeah, don't care and care exactly, at the same time. Exactly. So but the I, thing is, cheap. to me, is that they're Criminal. literally Criminal. they're literally the, crip, the the Clippers. Sorry, they're they're just the same thing as the Clippers. They're then they both have the same initials, LAC. But I did want to read the best Brandon Staley quote, which was quote They asked him, uh, "Were you out coached by Peterson?" And he said, "Well, I wasn't for a half." That was that was wow. an unbelievable quote by Staley. So shout out <laughs> to him for that one. We're really taking claim on that first half. But what's your take here, Owen, on Staley sticking around? I think you're just wasting more of uh, Justin Herbert's prime. I think that's what it is. I mean, there's some roster issues. Like, I think they need more younger weapons maybe on offense and some better pieces maybe on defense, although their defense on paper should be better than it is. Um, But, yeah, I think there's so many games this year that I think could have been flipped with better coaching. Um, I think that's just going to continue. And – Brandon Staley, I mean, yeah, I guess you, I, I get, you don't want to cut ties with him and, um, and pay him for a bunch of years with it and pay two salaries, I guess. But at this point, it's a sunk cost. He, I think, cost you that playoff game multiple times. So, yeah, I would. I think they're just they're just messing around at this point. I don't think they're serious. Can I be honest? Like, I, I feel like you know what? To be fair, they did go out and have a pretty big off season. Like, they signed J.C. Jackson, they signed Corey Lindsley like a few years before that. Khalil like, Mack, yeah, Khalil Mack. But um, back to the like, I think they might be a team that kind of has this Lamar situation with Herbert, where like they get pretty stingy with the money. Like, are we gonna pay him this much? And we all know he should be paid at a pretty high level. Um, I get like I get that they might have issues with that, but like. You should still back to the thing before Herbert signs that extension. I think you should try and at least change the coach and like, you don't have to go and like blow up the roster and sign and get Hopkins or trade for Devonte Adams or something. Get like a, a brand new wide receiver, but at least try and change the coach because I think coaching is holding them back a lot, as Owen alluded to. Yeah, yeah, and they better have somebody waiting in the wings for like week five or six of next year when they're underperforming. They well, did you got to bring in a hot OC to breathe on his neck? To well. Beat. Yes. Did you hear? I know, and Anthony Anthony Lynn is definitely no. Not, he should be on not, the short list. He's though. not him, but <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Lynn was ripping the the Chargers and, and their facility and and how oh, they, I'm sure he how was. they support. Well, I don't know. He was saying the 49ers are a much better run organization. No way. Support the coach. <laughs> no well, I'm saying, that's what I'm, like, There's only 35 years of evidence for that. Well, there you go. Like 
it is what it is. But you know, Anthony Lynn was saying that the the, the Chargers are poorly, Anthony Lynn. Poor, poorly. Uh, <laughs> we knew this guy was poorly coached. Dude, I miss Anthony Lynn. I miss that Me big too. face with Blank the face stare. visor just looking at the screen, dude. Yeah. It was all-time stuff. Remember when he got beat like 56 to nothing by Belichick and there was like three special teams touchdowns? That was lit. That was an all-time yeah. performance by Anthony Lynn. <laughs> I will say real Charger fans, though, and I'm not a real Charger fan. I don't even like the Chargers. I don't even know why I had to clarify that. But a real Charger fan... Like you would plant some drugs or something on Brandon Staley and like make this happen, oh, yeah. like get a cause situation. Like I yeah. think about the Better Call Saul when he put the cocaine in the Chuck Taylors and then he threw him up on the telephone pole yeah. and then he and then he oh, shot yeah. them and then it came yes. spilling down onto the guy. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I know yeah. you do. So that's yeah. what I would do in this situation: plant some drugs, make it happen. Um, quickly, Owen, I mentioned your Jets. They interviewed Nate Hackett for their offensive coordinator job. Yes. That's got to be one of the worst feelings ever. When I sent you that well, news. Well, he might be. Didn't a, we? Did, have we hired him yet? No, I just interviewed him. I just okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm not. I'm not down with that. <laughs> Why not? Were you gonna say, Adam? I was gonna say, like, I mean, as an OC, he doesn't have to make like critical decisions that lost his team. Game. Like he was an OC at what? Green Bay, and they yeah, were fine. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah. Here he's gonna have to coach up like Jimmy G. Or I'm just saying, Derek like, Carr. the reason he's so bad is because he's just like he's lost in the context of the game but i feel like if he's just if you're limiting him to just calling plays then maybe or just i think aaron rogers i think aaron rogers was calling the plays in green if i'm being honest joe Joe burrow helmet situation there maybe yeah i mean if you limit him to just like vibes he seems like a pretty good guy yeah like like he could be the mike mccarthy at the jets like be there but not do anything true no that's true i think like i was kind of saying this last time i think it's more important for a head coach to be like a personality guy than like a tactician but i think if you're if you have like an oc that's i mean obviously hackett's not the most like raw raw like if he is he does a really bad job of it yeah he's like he's got like multiple personality he's actually like yeah. he fits into neither category <laughs> he's just well like, he's actually <laughs> really smart he he's uh he? he was a doctor oh what yeah so yeah and Okay. Aaron Rodgers loved him. I would I would put him up in the booth, um, just off the field, up in the booth, and he can just kind of bird's eye view, just kind of in there with his coffee and his Red Bull or whatever, and he could just call the plays and just that I would be okay with. I just don't want him interacting with the players. Mm, I like that, like a Norv Turner yeah. situation and when not he was calling at the Panthers. Timeouts. Yeah, and yeah. don't let him don't let him work the timeouts. Don't outs. let him put the T up. No, no. <laughs> he's got to be Dan Quinn up in the box and get him away from the field as far as possible. Um, only other things I have written down, and I guess I, this is kind of to do with the Leftwich thing, but Leftwich was offered the Jaguars job last year and said no because he wanted to replace the GM and get his own thing in there. It, the NFL is not a business where you can t- afford to turn down head coaching jobs or opportunities. Things just change so much year to year. So when I see this guy, Ben Johnson, who did great with the Lions this year as offensive coordinator, turning down jobs, I just, I really hope that doesn't come back to hurt a guy like that. I know he's still really young and it, it probably won't happen to him. But I mean, you see that story with Leftwich. Leftwich is not going to offensive coordinate for anybody in, that. in NCA or NFL next year. Like that's how bad the Bucks were this year. So, I hate to see a guy turn down like literally like life changing money and opportunity. But it could be a good move. Like maybe he just believes that if he goes, if he takes one of those jobs, then it's he's gonna do poorly. It's gonna stain his record, and then he's screwed for the rest yeah. of his life, right? So yeah, I think it's like a like a player betting on themselves, kind of where they like maybe pick up an option or something. 
their last year. Yeah, I just think or sign a one year deal has so much more turnover. I just would never want it. I would just so many bad things could go wrong, and they're, they're a, lot, a lot of them aren't in your control when you're a coach too. Like your personnel could just get worse or older. I just. I don't know. I wouldn't want to turn down opportunities like that. Uh, last thing, and then we can get out of here. I did want to get to our boy Aaron Rodgers um, on McAfee, who had an unbelievable <laughs> Aaron Rodgers-esque comment. If you missed it, the full quote is, do I think I can still play? Of course. Can I play at a high level? The highest. I think I can win MVP again in the right situation. Is the right situation in Green Bay or somewhere else? I'm not really sure. Raw, raw. Aaron I Rogers. think he said it could be after that. I'm not sure it could be. Oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. For, thank you for breaking that down. I'm really happy that Aaron Rodgers was let us know that he could still win MVP in the right situation. <laughs> it's the situation. It's not yeah. him. It's I the love Green how Bay for situation. the last like, like put him on the years, bills. He'll like say a bunch of stuff on the Pat McAfee show and end the sentence with and then the Green Bay Packers and then he'll be like, but I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. <laughs> maybe. Like, it'll always be like, maybe. do I want to play with Devontae Adams and the Green Bay Packers? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Do I want LaFleur as my head coach in the Green Bay Packers? I don't know. Like, he'll say all this stuff and then just end it with, I don't know. So, big cliffhanger guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, a, it's like a weird fetish where he just loves to keep people guessing. I yeah. don't get it. He loves to see people confused. I personally, if he's listening to this, want to let him know, I don't care if you stay or you go. I actually prefer if you'd never played if football again. Yeah. Um, but if you do, I, I really I could care less what team it's for. Uh, he's it's one of the Aaron Donald take. <laughs> it's, it's your Aaron Donald take. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Um, he's one of the few guys, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, that I follow on Instagram because I hate him so much. I have to see what he's up to, so I follow him. I follow Ben. Simmons. It's like Levar Ball, <laughs> yeah. where he just had to buy into it at, at one point. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I just need to keep tabs on him to see what he's doing, <laughs> so I can get my dander up. And I saw today he posted a really good story, which Russell Brand was, was the video, and it was about how uh, Russell Brand's being censored online from spreading his vaccine opinion. <laughs> And Aaron Rodgers was saying that it was BS. So shout out to Aaron, shout out to Aaron Rodgers, dude. Congratulations. I hope you come to terms on if you're gonna opt in for your next three years of your contract, bro. I hope you I hope you figure this one out and I hope you take your time doing it. But yeah, I mean, Alex, I saw you were retweeting. You were retweeting a lot of interesting stuff this week. I don't want to get to you retweeting Clay Travis, but I do want to get to you retweeting. I see, um, I don't even know. I do want to get to you retweeting John Wall. Because I thought that you would have oh. a good opinion on the John Wall interview. I love John Wall. The interview was go ahead yeah. off the chain, but Alex, it was so yeah, good. yeah, that was actually a crazy interview. Who know? Uh, who knew Tyler Hansbro uh, yeah. made you know piss John Wall off and uh, you know made him go to Kentucky instead of UNC, which is you know I mean I know that's not like Duke UNC, but still Kentucky. Uh, what do they call it? A big big blue school? Is that what it's called? A blue, blood. a blue blood school sorry big blue big blue like the giant they do call them big blue, blue that's blue Kentucky. blood school sorry i didn't brush right. up on my ncaa yet um but uh yeah that was crazy essentially he was just saying how um he went over there to unc was all for it um you know it was like dream dream of playing, school dream school dreamed of playing for unc i think his mom was um battling cancer at that point and set and you know she was all for it too as well so you know kind of, it was an emotional time going over there um to to visit the unc campus and then he came there and um 
essentially like John Wall was like expecting Tyler Hands to be like, yo, like what's up? And Tyler Hands, bro, according to John Wall, was like a big deal back then. He was. He was, he was like player sick. Of the year. Like yeah. he was, yeah, player of the year. And covering he was, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, and he's many like, okay, times. like I'm a, I'm a new yep. guy here. Like I'm I'm expecting, you know, Tyler's gonna come up to me and say hi. And Tyler just said, I don't I don't talk to visits to, to visit to visitors. Like I don't talk to recruits. And that was that. And he just walked away and didn't want to talk to John Wall. And then they missed out on on freaking John Wall, who was an incredible college player. You know who Tyler Hansbrough did talk to? Evan Brownlee, our friend one time. Shout out Evan Brownlee. When Evan Brownlee was at the Re- the Leafs game, Tyler Hansbrough was there and he took a picture with him. I'm not going to lie. I'd be pretty scared to talk to Tyler Hansbrough. That's someone who I don't know if I'd be comfortable going near. He just looks I remember very scary. I used to get Sports Illustrated kid kids when i was like whenever that would be like 2009 2010 and he was on like one of the first covers i ever saw it was I, like him I as like I a cartoon that. and it was like he was like the masked man or he had psycho like broken t. his nose or something yes psycho t but he had like a, a mask on and it was like his alter ego i was like this guy's so cool yeah it was like him steph blake griffin and there was somebody else they were like all four of them had these like cartoon characters like superhero alter egos i'm trying to think of who i would compare him to like present day like he was kind of like a perry ellis type but way better like he was just there forever i think and he was really Tyler good Hans, bro yeah like he, he was like a huge he was like star. uh luke may yeah luke may when he hit exactly. the game-winning shot who was the guy that tony said would be the next Jokic when the pistons luca garza him? luca garza he was like he's luca that's garza. what i was gonna say that's like the most quintessential ncaa basketball player in my mind is like six nine six ten white center with no like outside like perimeter scale and just kind of <laughs> high post just low eats post rebounds really puts back yeah put back, like 15 put back. boards a game that's like he'll never play like nba basketball at any sort of serious high level he might not ever be drafted but like he's a beast in college that's like my favorite archetype for a college player i think it's so funny yeah. The other thing that John Wall had in that interview that was interesting was uh, a little bit of vindication for this show in regards to our friends on the Rockets, Jalen Green. I don't know yeah. if you saw that comment, but he said when he was oh, yes. first year on the Rockets, he got and in their Porter. face. And, and Kevin Porter. And he said, you wouldn't get away with this anywhere else in the league. You'd be out of the league if you tried the things you do. A lot of people have been talking shit about Kevin Porter and um, yes. Jalen Green. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, I mean, they're like the same guy. And it, it's been us for two years. We're a lot of people. It's like the SpongeBob meme where he's like looking yeah. for the guy that's actually himself. A lot of people is, is us. We've been talking about verbal Kevin. Memes. Verbal memes are raw. <laughs> but we've been talking about Kevin Porter and Jalen Green for years. So that was good vindication. I I, this... uh, I saw that, um, I think it was on TikTok or Twitter that um, I think they were like best draft pick of 2021, Jalen Green. <laughs> what what do you dude, i saw that too did you see that i was like what? i saw that tiktok I is, this joke? is this some kind of joke They're like it was like well he scored 40 the, the other like night years. i'm like everybody yeah. does like fred van vliet scoring 40 like that's it's not that sick like i don't know why people are so surprised can i just say though that interview made me i already loved john wall i love him like probably two times more now yeah that was i mean I he, he talks wall. with a great energy yeah, yeah, he does. I would yeah. listen to his own podcast. You see the Dejounte sure. Murray that that was interview. Oh, that was a big, such big a bozo, at the Spur- well, not he, at, not really at the Spurs, more at Tony Parker. Well, I'd be happy to dismiss everything he said in about one minute, and then we can end the sh- uh, end the show. First of all, he says we brought in an Argentinian guy to play in front of him. That guy played eighteen <laughs> games with the and Spurs. I was in gonna his say, life. I'm like, who? 
Yeah, who, who I don't even in? know his name. Yeah, I don't he, know. Eighteen I... games is what he got with the Spurs. That's his first claim. He kept saying, "I like." He kept saying, "I was struggling. I was struggling." He gave no context as to why he was struggling. Stephen Jackson, who's one of the biggest whiner babies that's ever oh, lived, yeah. is in there complaining, hyping him up. And then we got him saying, "Oh, the Spurs never gave me anything." And then in the same sentence says, "In my second year, they started me over Tony Parker." Is that not giving you something, dude? He's like one of the biggest legends in franchise yeah. history. He's, he's great. Tony Parker left to play with the Hornets. And what and, do you care, bro? It's more <laughs> minutes for you. And dude. you hear that he said he said that the Spurs' mission was to try and break him in year one. It's like, dude, you're not like <laughs> you're not we, LeBron, bro. <laughs> like, chill. we gave him a hundred million dollar contract coming off a torn ACL. I don't know what he's talking about, man. The guy is. Oh, he, you know he, who we did the interview with? Stephen Jackson. Exactly. And he dude. called Stephen Jackson one of the coldest to ever do it. Yeah, I'm Stephen like, Jackson. Oh, <laughs> also one of the biggest whiner babies to ever live, bro. Wait, is it on the All the Smoke podcast? Yeah. I think so. It's hi- it's him one? and Steven Jackson just like making out for like No, isn't it Steve it's Steven Jackson and then Matt, Matt, Matt Barnes, Barnes, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, mercy. That's the Dude, podcast I, people. I don't know who- what that's the podcast players who didn't get the career they wanted go on to talk about how they should have had the career they wanted and he's getting a little yeah. head start on it, so good. And then him. he said something about how he, the Spurs were worried the whole time how he was from like the hood. And how he'd bring this entourage with them every time, and how they'd be smoking weed and every like it's like teams do like research, yeah. On like so, if they didn't want you, I don't think they would have made the pick. If they didn't want you, they wouldn't have given you a seventy-two million dollar contract coming off a torn ACL, bro. Like I don't know what yeah, he's complaining. I, I don't. About. It didn't he, really make he a lot made of it sense. impossible for anybody to like him with the Spurs after he got traded. To me, it's just obvious that he thought him and White were gonna be like the keys to the franchise, and then they they dumped the plan like eighteen months in. To me, I think he's I think he's bitter, honestly. He's like, oh, you guys sure. think like <laughs> he's like, don't worry. I'm like, you guys traded Kawhi, that's fine. I'm next. Like, I, I, think got he, it. I got it. I was hoping that. <laughs> I was a fan of the team. That's a bad trade for the Hawks, not gonna lie. They gave up a lot to be five hundred. A lot. Yeah. Well, anyway, ten. Ten. Ten, ten, ten. Ten, ten, ten. 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 Exciting news. And I haven't I haven't mentioned this to some people yet. We got we're getting a new board. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to my what? aunt. She helped out. Let's go. Thank you, Shout out. Yes. Thank What's you. What's a new aunt board? Jane. Aunt Jane. New like new mixer board? board. New mixer board. Oh. Let's oh, go. Wow. It's nice. Wait, is it an upgrade? It's a huge upgrade. What does it do? Oh, wait. I'm going to be able to load in audio onto the board before the show, and then I click a button and it'll play. Oh, wow, can no we do um, can we have the bleep? Guess so what that else I can, I can swear cuz it always makes it so much funnier. Sure. I can add a bleep. I can do a bleep button. Guess what else I can do? I can hook up my phone. We can call people. Let's oh, onto, yes. wow. onto the board. Dude. No way. So we're going to get this thing on Sunday. I would I would you guys should come over for the games on Sunday. Yeah. A little a little late birthday action maybe we could get some food. I was going to say happy birthday to Phil. Thanks. Yeah. We can get some food oh, in here. Right. And then winner I'll, of the week, Phil. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. And then I'll set up the board, and then we can pot after the games. Wow. So get excited for the Monday show. We'll is the point of this. We'll go surf. Who's the first call going to be? Uh, yeah. I, I we should probably call Tony. Probably Tony. Yeah. He likes all of us a lot. So. Dude, you should load up a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> a sound effect like the like the cowherd sound effect for before you call. Yeah. Maybe like the. I can, the, we know the one. The, the one yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. It sounds the like the cell phone And then it go and then it goes, and I'm always like, just wait until I hear the last, like, because it fades. Yeah, yeah. 
And he'll and be on like minute like two that. of talking about Aaron Rodgers, and it's still going. <laughs> We're going to be able to do and that. Like it's, instead of Sean Payton, we'll just have Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Subway Fresh Take Hotline, dude. Whatever they call it. Wow, I haven't listened to Colin in a minute. Yeah. I should probably get back on the Colin grind. Well, it's going to be good. So get excited for that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back Monday. Enjoy the divisional round.